Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. I am an overcomer. I am very passionate about helping others to achieve an abundant life fueled by spiritual principles and emotional balance. In this podcast series, we delve into spiritual self-care. Yes, we will explore exercising our minds and bodies, but more importantly, we will discuss strengthening our inner being, embracing God's love, and being filled by the fullness of God. As you take this journey with us, we want to inspire possessing your authentic selves and happiness. Uh, Healing Peace is here. Welcome back. Welcome back. May I say, oh my goodness, this has been an incredible segment on being strong and courageous. Casey Alexis set things on fire. Before I jump into our wonderful tools and tips show, I'm about to share our wonderful PSAs. You can probably tell me verbatim, that is, subscribe to our podcast on whatever music device you use. Also, tell your friends and family about us. The word of mouth buzz does so much. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot. Please leave us a review. These small actions surely do bless others with our incredible content. Okay, one more item before getting to the nitty gritty with our twos and tips. Earlier this week, as I was reading my Bible, I read about the temptation of Jesus. For 40 days, the devil tempted Jesus. As I read Luke's description of the temptation, I identified with Jesus. I know that we all have had experiences where we felt like one after another, after another, after another, something crazy was happening. So much so that you felt as though that every time you were about to exhale, Then comes another challenge. I know when I experience these moments, I usually just want to crawl up in the ball and just sleep. And can I say, sleep away the drama? Nonetheless, Jesus experienced one obstacle after another. His obstacles were in the form of negative criticism, false interpretation of God's word, and just a nagging persona. That being the devil, after another, after another, to the point that the Bible states that the devil tempted Jesus with everything he had. And even when the devil was done, he continued to look for other ways to trip up Jesus. Why am I sharing this? I want to bring to your attention that Jesus knows what it feels like to have everything thrown at him. He knows the pressures of the evil one, the constant nagging to pursue evil, and just to flat give up. Yes, Jesus knows. In the midst of what Jesus experienced, he later tells his disciples, yes, he does. He tells his disciples to not be afraid. In Matthew 14, 27, it states, But immediately 
Jesus spoke to them, saying, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Just so you know, Jesus was talking to his disciples when they saw him walking on the water. I too would be knocking in my boots when I saw a silhouette on the water. And he's like, oh my goodness, what is that? Okay, I'm getting a little crazy. Let me bring it back in. Anyways, Jesus and his authority, his majestic sea, his awareness of hardships in the midst of all those things. He says to his disciples, do not be afraid. Take courage. As I go through these tips, Please be mindful that Jesus can relate, but he triumphed and is calling us to do the same. And I want you to know that he is here with us during the journey. Even though the disciples were afraid, they saw him walking on the water, which like I said, I will be there. Jesus was like, hey, I'm here. I'm walking and I'm walking towards you. He's there. All right, now, before I don't get carried away about my Jesus, let's get into these wonderful tools and tips. Tip number one. I don't know if you were paying attention to how Casey introduced herself. She stated every time that she is a person who sees herself from God's point of view. And every time she said it, I was taken back because I just could not believe her awareness and declaration of who she was from God's perspective. I know that I constantly share on the show about seeing ourselves as God sees us. Unfortunately, our perspective of failures, inadequacies, or shame and guilt forces us to think that God looks down upon us negatively, pointing that finger telling us that we're not good enough or that we can do better. Yeah, this is not the way God sees us. Therefore, this tip is I want you to go back, way back, and re-listen to podcast episode 46, I Believe What the Bible Says About Me. Write down the four scriptures referenced in the show. Meditate on them, own them, say them out loud and allow God's truth to anchor in your heart so that you're walking around knowing who you are from God's perspective. I'm going to be nice. You know how sometimes I can't help myself. I'm going to be a little nice. I'm going to give you a little cheat sheet. I'm going here to just tell you the four scriptures, but I still want you to go back and listen. Nonetheless, the four scriptures are Psalm 139, 13 through 15. Ezekiel 16, verses 14 through 15. Lamentations 3, 21 to verse 24. And Psalm 27, 1 through 4. To recap, tip number one is to embrace how God sees you by meditating on his word. Also, Yes, go ahead and find your own scriptures that highlight how God sees you in a positive way. Yes, highlight, positive, highlight, positive. Okay, tip number two. Casey shared that she tried to heal herself. We all fall into this trap 
sometime or another. Why? Because we're the caretakers. We're the ones who push beyond everything. Can I say I am Superwoman? Hear me, war? Yes, this is us. However, she identified that she became extremely exhausted and in her exhaustion led her to go get help. Therefore, this tip requires that you spend some reflection time. That reflection time means remove the distractions. It's just you. And in this time, I want you to identify the areas in your life where you are exhausted. Once you identify the items, pick one and ask the following questions. Does this item that you committed yourself to provide an overall benefit to your wellness? What are you avoiding? For example, I stopped communicating with others because I do not want them to know what. Fill in the blank. Question number three, what will happen if I get help in this specific area? And question number four, what does it look like if I give it to God for fixing? Mm-hmm. We don't keep going now. Tip number three, bills from the previous one. Because I don't want you to just be hanging. I'm just going to say, ask some questions. No, we're going to go a little deeper. Once you identify the item, give it over to God. Move into action to be delivered from it. Basically, pursue your healing. Casey expressed so clearly and concisely about the woman who was bleeding, reaching out in action to receive her healing from Jesus. Therefore, identify what new action you can take for your healing. It can be enlisting friends for support, finding a support group, seeking out a counselor, stopping distractive or destructive behaviors like drinking or overeating, just doing things to dull the pain. Yes, ladies, move into action. Want support and guidance on your personal growth and development? Then pick up our personal growth and development workbook, authored by a Christian counselor and our JNTEL founder, Kimir Baker. The workbook provides a practical approach for emotional wellness by providing insights and prompts for journaling as well as prayer. This approach reveals the power of self-reflection and self-discovery while mending emotional wounds with the help of our Father. Pick up your 10 weeks of daily encouragement and practice transformation. Go to ahealingpeace.com forward slash store to purchase your copy. Okay, let's keep on moving. Tip number four, of course, compliments tip number three, or tips, tip number three. And why is that? Tip number three is as you're moving into action mode, establish smart goals to keep you on that transformation train. What are smart goals? They are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound goals. For instance, in the previous tip, I gave an example of enlisting friends for support in your healing journey. So some specific goals maybe or goals that you want to achieve in this area would be, I will schedule one lunch or dinner date with friend A 
by Wednesday. I also will connect with friend B via a 30 minutes phone call by Sunday evening. Both goals express how they can support you in your journey. And while you're expressing who you are in your communication with your friends, you're going to talk through your difficulties, your victories. You're going to ask for support and advice. And you're going to request insight to help build you up emotionally. And sometimes you may just need them to listen. That's okay too. Lastly, you may decide at the end of my time with both of my friends, we're going to pray together. Yes, we are. We're going to work this out with the Lord. All of these goals are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. I want to add in the midst of as you're in your action mode that sometimes we all know things don't go as planned. You may not be able to get to both friends in one week. That week, you may just be able to talk to one. But in the midst of adjusting, be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. And when you're unable to connect, okay, well, the following week, get back up and schedule and start again. Now, this is just an example in terms of like relationships, but your goal may be something completely different. Again, I still want you to be patient with yourself because obstacles come as soon as you get on that transformation train, stuff start getting thrown at you, distraction hurdles. But all I want you to do is the following week, get back up and keep on going. That's it. For tips two, three, and four, remember that pushing through your current state requires strength and courage. Hold on to the image of Jesus where he's telling you, Not to be afraid, but to take courage. You can do it. Yes, you can. And say it with me. I can do it. Say it again. I can do it. Say it again. I can do it. And who with me? Jesus. Who with me? Jesus. And what does he tell me? Not to be afraid and take courage. Not to be afraid and take courage. Okay. Sorry, I got a little carried away. That was my little cheerleading time. But go ahead and pick up your own little sayings to keep you in it. Moving on. Tip number five. As you are unraveling items that are trying to hold you back, spend time identifying areas in your life where God already brought you victory. In this self-reflection time, review God's deliverance. Identify it. Get specific. How did he bring it about? Also, I want you to take note of the length of time it took for your deliverance to occur. Now, this is really important because you're reviewing God's timeline. And we all know that God is a right on time God. He is not a before time God. And he is not a after time God. He is never late. Since we tend to want things right away, we may overlook God's blessings that is down the road. I'm going to give you an example. I love my little examples. When I moved to Texas, I encountered many obstacles. At the time, I was unable to sell my home in the old state. I didn't want to rent it out and have to worry about a mortgage plus rent in a different state. No. So many times I was frustrated and angry 
thinking it was taking too long. To be honest, I kind of did wear myself out with anxiety. Eventually, I did sell and I did move as I had hoped and intended. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't know at the time was that God was preparing my church community. Before my arrival, individuals within my soon-to-be church home needed to work through communication issues and just plain old people hurt. If I moved when I wanted, I would have been smacked right in the middle of drama and wondering, why did God bring me here? In his timing, he was making sure that he prepared everything around me so that I could be successful. Again, take time and reflect not only on your victories, but God's timing in your deliverance or granting the desires of your heart. Okay, okay, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving. Tip number six, being strong and courageous means pushing out of your comfort zone. Casey did an incredible job revealing that when God tells us to do something, it pushes us out of our comfort zone. More importantly, she identified that the items God calls us to do require being done in his strength. That's right. We cannot simply just run in an attempt to accomplish our design purpose on our own. Mm-mm-mm. No. His purpose in us requires us to rely on him and to be strengthened by him. Thus, this tip is for you to revisit items that you wanted to do, but due to fear or obstacles, you stop pursuing it. Here I go with another example. I'm just going to give you another one. I have a friend who is incredibly talented with art. Due to not being successful in many critiques, she stopped pursuing her dream. But at some point, she realized that her heart ached. And I mean, it ached. And she felt so unfulfilled. Why? Because she stopped being in her design purpose. God gave her those talents with art. Thus, after some soul searching, she picked up her oils and canvas. And you know what? She hasn't stopped ever since. For you, find those items that push you beyond your comfort zone or require you to combat obstacles. Then present them before God and ask him to guide you in making your dream a reality. All right, tip number seven. Now, I mean, I'm throwing out Casey's name because she was just talking some great stuff. So, okay, here's another one from Casey. I'm just going to say. Casey made a profound statement about being obedient to God. She highlighted that in obedience, there is peace, joy, freedom, prosperity, and love. For this tip, spend time reflecting on items in your life where you do not have peace joy, freedom, prosperity, and love. Ask yourself the following questions. Are the items causing me discomfort due to me not obeying God's voice? 
Are there situations occurring because I lack faith in trusting God for his will? After you identify these items that are causing you duress, they're causing you duress because you're not being obedient to God. Spend time identifying scriptures that provide promises for being submissive to God's will. Philippians 2, 1 through 13 is a great passage. It talks about our obedience, our humility, Jesus' obedience to death on the cross, and our salvation. In verse 13, the segment climaxes by identifying that God works in us for our will and his pleasure. Therefore, his promise to us is that he is working on our behalf, working towards something good, and definitely working to bring him glory or pleasure by the goodness brought in our lives. Okay, now, I want you to try it for yourself. You can find them scriptures. And why am I suggesting this? Because so many times we get wrapped up with, again, the thought of, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to change it, I got to be perfect. No, I want you to be able to see that all the things that God calls in our lives are still him working on our behalf and that he's still here molding, guiding, being with us and wants the best for us. He does not want to crush us. No, he does not. Move it on. Ooh, we done gone through so many. Okay, tip number eight. A great tip, and it corresponds to a growth mindset. Casey discussed how our hardships build endurance. When you endure, you know how to tackle the next obstacle in your way. There we go. So this tip is to identify elements in your life where you learned from your obstacles. Yes. Jot down your lessons. How did they build your character? How did you overcome another challenge further down the world road because you had this one experience? In Be of Good Courage, the episode which kicked off this segment, I shared how I got stuck on the roof. Yeah. Even though I was a scared kid. <laughs> yeah. I learned that I dared to do the unthinkable in completing tasks. I thought to myself, Girl, now nothing is as scary as being on that roof. So there you go, come here. You got this. Go ahead and get yours. Mm-hmm. It was, I overcame. I learned from that obstacle. Yes, I did. And it taught me how to overcome even more obstacles. I know you have plenty of those in your life. But sometimes we overlook them because we're moving so fast. So I want you to slow down a little bit and take time to think through these experiences. Tip number nine. And I must say, ooh, I love this one. Casey, ooh, she did not break down. E. Oh, but she, I was like, ooh, she done had my spirit just moving. But she talked about how Eve is the source of all things living. And as women, we represent that source of life to others. One area that Casey commented on is the power of our words. Now, again, this is not a new concept, as we talked about this in our previous podcast episode way down the road. But it's always good to be reminded of positive truth. 
And so tip number nine simply is watch what you say. Are you speaking words of life or death? Go ahead, compliment someone or let others know what they mean to you. Shucks, go ahead and even declare God's praises. During my Bible time today, I realized that I do not praise God enough in my everyday speech. Am I telling him, thank you? Go ahead now, watch your words, spread that life. Okay, can you believe it? We finally did it. Yes, we did. We made it to tip number 10. And for this last tip of being strong and courageous, that is, I'm going to go ahead and see it. Pick up Casey's book on being Eve in the Adam's world. Some of the titles include The Missing Peace and Perfection, When Life Brings Death, and The Father's Love. You can find a link on the healingpeace.com. That is A with an A, healingpeace.com, all one word. And go to the pod, this podcast episode, or you can just go on Amazon because it is listed there. In your reading, also do your own research on Eve. She is more than a woman that tripped up at her. Yes, she's got more there to her. Just go ahead and study her out. All right, we did it. Ten wonderful tips and tools. As I requested previously, take one or two. Actually, there's a couple of them. There's actually probably three that you have to do together. But go ahead and take them and pull them together. Don't do all 10 in one sitting. That is just not healthy. But as you continue on your transformation train, also, as you continue on your transformation train, also, I want you to go ahead to our website, uh, healingpeace.com slash store and pick up your personal growth and development workbook. It is loaded with exceptional journaling and praying prompts to help you move beyond negative experiences to a refreshed, refreshed, refreshed spirit. Yes. Pick up your copy today by, again, going to a healingpeace.com slash store. Okay, y'all, we done made it through this incredible segment of being strong and courageous. Come back next week as we kick off a new segment. Yes, we are in the encouragement business. See you next week. Yes. Pick up your copy today by, again, going to a healingpeace.com slash store. Okay, y'all. We done made it through this incredible segment of being strong and courageous. Come back next week as we kick off a new segment. Yes, we are in the encouragement business. See you next week. <laughs>